the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Warren Wiersbe wrote, The world has always had its great cities, its mighty empires, and its powerful dictators. But the Most High God still reigns in heaven and on earth and accomplishes His purposes. No nation, leader, or individual citizen can long resist Almighty God and win the battle. The prophecies were fulfilled and ancient Babylon is no more. But mystery Babylon is still with us. An interesting juxtaposition of the old and the new. And what does it all mean? Well, stay tuned to find out. This is Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely taking us through the Old Testament book of Daniel. And he'll pick up in the fifth chapter, the 18th verse, in just a moment. It's always nice when you can follow along with us. If you've just happened on the broadcast today, you can find out all about us on the website highlands.us. We're an outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, and if you're in the San Bruno area, we'd love to have you worship with us sometime in the future. Check that website for all the updated details about ministry, worship, and Highlands Christian Schools. That's highlands.us. And now, here's Pastor Layton, again in Daniel chapter 5, verse 18. O King, The Most High God gave Nebuchadnezzar, your father, kingship and greatness and glory and majesty. And because of the greatness that he gave him, all peoples, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. Whom he would, he killed, and whom he would, he kept alive. Whom he would, he raised up, and whom he would, he humbled. But when his heart was lifted up, and his spirit was hardened so that he dealt proudly, he was brought down from his kingly throne, and his glory was taken from him. He was driven from among the children of mankind, and his mind was made like that of a beast. And his dwelling was with the wild donkeys. He was fed grass like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven. Until he knew that the Most High God rules the kingdom of mankind and sets over it whom he will. And you, his son, Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, though you knew all this. But you have lifted up yourself against the Lord of heaven. And the vessels of his house you have brought in before you, and you and your lords, your wives and your concubines, have drunk wine from them. And you praise the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which do not see or hear or know. But the God in whose hand is your breath, and whose are all your ways, you have not honored. Then from his presence the hand was sent. And this writing was inscribed. And this is the writing that was inscribed. Many, many, Tekel, and Parson. This is the interpretation of the matter. Many. God has numbered the days of your kingdom and brought it to an end. Tekel. You have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Paris. Your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Daniel was respectful, but he wasn't afraid to tell the king the truth. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego always had exercised humility, 
tact and respect when dealing with the authorities. And because of this, God blessed them. Philosopher George Santaya wrote, Those who do not remember the past are condemned to relive it. Those who do not remember the past are condemned to relive it. Nebuchadnezzar had learned that the Most High ruled the kingdom of men. But his grandson did not remember the past. You know, this principle that the Most High God rules in the kingdom of men is of such importance that it was repeated not once, not twice, but three times in the previous chapter. And now, at an event more than a decade removed, it is repeated yet again. So in the previous chapter, Nebuchadnezzar showed his pride by claiming and taking credit for things that God had allowed him to accomplish. In this chapter, his grandson displays his pride by desecrating the holy vessels from the temple and disrespecting the Lord. He was guilty of both blasphemy and idolatry. Daniel preached him a message, reminds him that, he had given, that God had given the kingdom to Nebuchadnezzar, that when Nebuchadnezzar was filled with pride, God humbled him. Belshazzar was a proud and vain man, and although he knew the story of his grandfather's insanity and living like a beast, he had not profited from the experience. Even though he knew the truth, he had rejected it, and God destroys those who have known the truth and rejected it. Now, anyone who knew Aramaic could have read the words written on the wall, provided the words were not encoded as they may have been. But Daniel was able to interpret not only the words, but their meaning, and describe that to the people that were assembled in that banquet hall. He didn't interpret the words to signify units of money, but rather to convey warning to the king. The word mina meant numbered, The repetition of the word indicated that God had determined and established the end of the kingdom, and it would happen shortly. We have a colloquialism that also came out of this chapter that we use. His number was up. His number is up. Also came out of this chapter as well. That Babylon's days were numbered. More than that, Tekel indicated the king himself had been weighed by God and found wanting, so the king's days were numbered as well. That then opened the question, who would bring an end to the kingdom and the king of Babylon. And that was answered in the next word, Perez, which carried multiple meanings, divided and Persia. So Babylon would be divided between the Medes and the Persians, whose armies were outside the walls that very night. Verse 29, then Belshazzar gave the command and Daniel was clothed with purple. A chain of gold was put around his neck and a proclamation was made about him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. So even though Daniel had said, I don't want your rewards, the king had made a promise, and in order to retain his own credibility, he had to fulfill his promise, and Daniel was clothed in purple, a golden chain was hung about his neck, and he was declared to be the third ruler in the kingdom. Verse 30, that very night, Belshazzar, the Chaldean king, was killed, and Darius the Mede received the kingdom, being about 62 years old. 
According to historians, the date was October 12th, 539 B.C. October 12th, 539 B.C. And because they were surrounded by these walls and guard towers and a huge bronze gate, they thought they were safe in their city. But the Medo-Persian army found a way to get into the city. The Euphrates River flowed through the city from north to south. And Xenophon, the Greek historian Herodotus, described that the Persians diverted the river Euphrates in a, into a canal upriver so that the water level in the moat of Babylon dropped to the height of the middle of a man's thigh, which rendered that, def- that defense useless and allowed the invaders to march in by the riverbed at night. In fact, history records that he and his army were inside the innermost city before the guards even detected that something was wrong. The conquest of Babylon was predicted by Isaiah and Jeremiah. They indicated that Babylon would be used by God to discipline his people, Israel. Babylon had been godless, and now they, too, in turn, were brought under judgment by God to use the Medo-Persian empire. Warren Wiersbe wrote, The world has always had its great cities, its mighty empires, and its powerful dictators. But the Most High God still reigns in heaven and on earth and accomplishes His purposes. No nation, leader, or individual citizen can long resist Almighty God and win the battle. The prophecies were fulfilled, and ancient Babylon is no more. But mystery Babylon is still with us. Throughout Scripture, Babylon is contrasted to Jerusalem. Babylon was founded by Nimrod, a rebel against the Lord. It is seen in Scripture as the city of this world, while Jerusalem symbolizes the eternal city of God. Revelation 17 and 18 describe the rise and fall of mystery Babylon in the end times. The satanic system that will seduce the world's people and entice them to reject the message of God and live for the sinful pleasures of this life. If you compare Jeremiah 50 and 51 with Revelation 18, you will see many similarities between the Babylon of ancient history and the Babylon of future prophecy. The future Babylonian world system will help the Antichrist, the man of sin, rise to power in this world. But his kingdom will be destroyed by Christ Jesus when he returns to reign. The words of Warren Wearsby. This chapter provides an example of when God chooses to bring judgment down upon a nation. And God sets up and takes down nations. God sets up and takes down leaders. When a nation stands against God, when a leader stands against God, then God stands against them. And in God's time, he will bring judgment. We as a nation have drifted far from God. We have done things as a nation such that we don't deserve God's mercy and grace. But God's judgment has not yet fallen on us as a nation. Because we're still having this conversation. 
There is still time for us to repent. There's still time for us as individuals. There's still time for us as a nation. Some people look at the things that are happening around us now as the writing on the wall. Some people think everything's just fine. But that can change overnight. God's judgment has not yet been executed upon our nation because we're still having this conversation. But we need to repent and we need to come back to God. Pastor Leighton Sheely in the book of Daniel here on Study Verse by Verse. And he'll come back on Monday with the next message in this extended series. I hope you can join us. This is a series shared with the congregation back in 2016, and how timely it sounds today, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more about our ministry, and we'd love to know that you've tuned in, just go to the website highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Click on the contact link and let us know that you're listening. That's highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. Have a blessed weekend. And join us on Monday at this same time when we'll once again study verse by verse.